You're listening to Brigade Radio 1. Welcome to the Antisocial Show. Welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, a show where the East uh, meets the West. I am Hunter Block, and he's... Tyson Saner. Okay, so about that particular opening, of course, that's my backup, because I had a different one, and I forgot it, and I'm like... Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was going to be something different, so, you know, it's going to be like, hello, everybody, welcome to another episode of Anti-Social Show, and then I was going to say this, and then I was going to say, and I'm Hunter Block, and then, of course, you know, you say you're Tyson Saner, but I forgot what it was, mm-hmm. so that that's basically my backup for, perfect backup, you know, but I did forget the original one, and it was a lot better than that. East meets West, yeah, so it's like, yeah, Eastern United States meets Western United States, so it's not like, exactly. it's not like the Far East. But it's right. not it's, like the Far East, but I it mean, still is the East. It's fairly far. I mean, I'm I am uh, I am west of you. I had to actually do the thing in my head real quickly. Yes, like I'm looking at so, the map of the United States behind my eyes, and I'm going <laughs> north, east, south, west. Which we learned to uh, go clockwise in, uh, in school and say never eat sticky willows, and that was how to remember what the letters were on the uh, points of the compass. Anyway, please continue. So by plane, it would take me exactly six hours to get to California from here to there. And I'm not sure by train, but by driving, um, at least from here to Oregon, mm-hmm. would take exactly five days. So is that a commercial f- flight or is that like a biplane? No, this is a, this is a straight forward flight. This is a nonstop. So not a biplane. but Not a biplane. So just by plane, but not a biplane. Not like, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're not like Amelia Earhart like going across this because yes. that would take longer. Yeah, she, she had a biplane, was, right? Yeah, but you see how well that worked out for her when she got lost in the Bermuda Triangle. It's true. I was actually my first reference was going to be Snoopy, and then I thought, well, he he has his doghouse, which is I guess supposed to be a black. Uh, What's called the Sup with Camel, I think, or something. I don't know. Yeah, isn't there like episodes where he flies it or something like that? It's got the wings, and he's got the the old fashioned uh, hat on with the goggles and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, he's fighting the Red yeah. Baron. Yeah, there. You, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Red Baron versus Snoopy. Yeah, totally. It's totally. It's a thing. There was a, a Xbox Live Arcade game that was based. There was a flight combat game mm. with the Charlie with the Peanuts characters. Well, that's pretty cool. And it's first person like flight combat. So you're flying around and you're shooting. You're you're you know Snoopy's and his jet and all the other guys like Linus and Sally and Charlie Brown. They all have bi- airplanes and they're like. <laughs> And it's 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 not like a side scroller. It's like cockpit, like Jedi, like Jedi Starfighter stuff, like where they put you in the cockpit. So it's first person. It's pretty fun. Now, it's pretty fun. Let me let me ask you this, okay? Sure. Um, because now that we're talking about uh, the peanut, you know, the peanut characters and everything like that. Yeah. Um, Suddenly I mean, we are. <laughs> there, 
so as you were talking, of course, uh, uh, and me being me and this being the show, I started formulating some thoughts about this. Now, why? Can you please tell me this? Right. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those kids ha- has like an issue of some kind. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, like, Lionel or Linus, whatever his name is, you know, he sits, you know, in fields waiting for something that's not going to come each mm-hmm. and every year, and he knows this. And you know, he's such a follower. Um, Linus, and, and yeah, and and he's gullible. And then you got the the quiet dude who just plays the piano. What was his name? Um, Schroeder. Yes, he never really talks. He just plays that piano. The blonde kid. Then yeah. You, yep. Then you got the dude. Who um his head down. Can't let, yep, his head down. Yeah. Then he's then you got the dude that, that can't let go of his security blanket. Linus. Oh, that's still Linus? Yeah. In, in the in the okay. Yeah, Linus so, has the has the security blanket. Right. So he's got a slew of other issues. You got one kid that doesn't take a bath. That's pig pen. Pig pen, right. But yet everybody runs down Charlie Brown. Like why does everybody have to like, you know, like no, and, and nobody in the real world acknowledges that these other kids have issues. They just all like to run down Charlie Brown. Why is everybody always picking on me? Charlie exactly. Brown. Yeah, yeah exa- exactly. Charlie like, Brown. um, you know the movie Trick or Treat? Trick or Treat? No. I, okay, I, I so, mean, you've mentioned it before, but I don't know. I haven't seen the one you're talking about. Okay, so Trick or Treat with an R. With an R, yes. yeah. And Trick or Treat on either side. is, is so. basically an analogy of short uh, or different stories inside one big movie of course and they blend it beautifully anthology. it's great mythology right thank you um so at one point this dude is burying a kid in the backyard and his son comes to the window and goes dad i'm back from trick-or-treating and he's like billy you have to be quiet and he goes but why because you'll bother the neighbors and then he goes like you go watch charlie brown and I'll be in in a minute. And the kid's like, but Charlie Brown's an asshole. <laughs> Bill Wilkins language. But like, a, like even in that movie, like they have to like run down uh, Charlie Brown. It's like, can you just leave the kid alone? Like, what did he ever do? Uh, he's kind of the everyman. Well, he, he does seem to have bad luck often. Uh, let's see here. Let me get my sound up a little bit here. How's my sound sound? There we go. My sound sounds fine. There it is. That's, that's there it is. That's my. That's my. What's his name? That's my Paul Lind. That's my Paul Lind. Paul Paul Lind. Yeah, he's the sound. How's my sound sound? Like when somebody says, "How does my sound sound?" And which I don't remember who said, "How does my sound sound?" But they said, "How's my sound? How's my sound sound?" You know, it might be. I'm sure somebody said it before this, but I think I might have heard Kevin Smith say it on a podcast once. Mm. Or, but, but maybe not. It just seems like something oh. he would he would. Uh, find funny i'll tell you how i sound i sound awful probably oh you sound okay actually you don't sound too bad well, Spe- so speaking of, that's good that's good speaking of jersey that's uh let's see the uh, surprise round of um of um what's it called it's, we don't call it name that tune it's uh it's um it is a version of name that tune but it's where i just play something and you try and guess what it is Okay. Yes, I play it and also uh, whistle or hum. Usually whistle. Let's see here if I can uh, figure this out. Because I'm always, I always just sort of do this spontaneously, so it's never, I never like have a lot of practice. But uh, you're, you're trying to learn to play the guitar, you not, Hunter? Absolutely. Yes. So you get, you get used to seeing chords and just playing them, and then kind of improvising. You know, 
how you're how you're and I don't mean like jazz improvisation, I mean like strum patterns and things. You just sort of feel it out. See I'm just plucking so, my fingers lightly, you know. So definitely not like freeform jazz. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know it that well, but again, I'm just sort of uh, approximating it. to it and then it uh it's the it's kind of like uh, the bridge i think anyway so any um any guesses that one that one part sounded really familiar mm-hmm. but i just i got no guesses on this one baby this town rips the bones from your back it's a death trap it's a suicide rap we gotta get out while we're young because tramps like us Baby, we were born to run. So that's uh, Born to Run at Springsteen. Oh! Well, yeah, yeah, like I said. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Home of, uh, and, and I'm ashamed now because this is the home of, uh, of uh, Bruce Springsteen. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, you don't have to be ashamed, though. I mean, it's again this, the the whole point of that for people who have, who you know I haven't done this in a while, you know, and the, the whole point of that is that it's 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 not necessarily on you if you can't guess what I'm doing because it's I'm not necessarily approximating it in a way that's accurate enough to help facilitate accurate guessing. So it's um. Hold on one second. Okay. Okay. No, uh, Dead or Alive is my favorite uh, uh, Bruce Springsteen song. But there is one song that I can now never forget. I'm just going to play a, uh, like, a not the whole song. I'm just going to play, like, a little snippet, tiny, tiny snippet of it. So 
This song I should never forget ever a day in my life, and if I do, my may my soul burn in hell. So oh. here's the song. Oh my. <laughs> So essentially that song. It's nice. And thank you. That is uh, for a thousand years. I love you for a thousand more by Christina Perry. That is my, uh, my wedding song actually. Very nice. That is a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I, I best never forget that. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. So, uh, we've, we've done an episode since you got married, didn't we? Um, yeah, we did actually. Okay, so we already wait, did. wait, wait, no, actually, no, we have, uh, we have not actually done an episode, uh, since I've been married, um, but because we have so much, uh, content we still have, but also too is because, uh, you know, obviously you were busy, I was busy, but I did do a solo episode, which I still have to send to you, right? Uh, which I did, so essentially it was, um, so congratulations it was, by the way. Oh, thank I, you, thank I, you. Hunter got you. married, everybody. Yay. Yes. If you didn't know by now, it's because you don't know him or us, and you, you, maybe you're just hearing this by accident somehow. Correct. Less enthusiastic clapping occurring as time goes on. This isn't for you. This is the audience going, why is he still talking? I, I was clapping. I was on your side, you idiot. Now, you know what? Just go. Just go. Yeah, sorry. What do you got? It looks like the Maltese Falcon. What do you got there? Or Gargoyle. So, or Cthulhu. Cthulhu. So may Cthulhu bless my marriage and uh, the uh, antisocial show. This is a Cthulhu blessed uh, totem of the show now. Nice. What is what? What is it? Is, is it like a like a pestle and mortar, or, or what's on the? Was it a weight? I don't. Uh... So this is this is considered an idol of Cthulhu. No, I mean like what's below. Oh, I see. It's on a pedestal. Okay. It, oh, so it's like it's like a Hummel. Yes. It, I, it's I literally. Think... It's literally what's called a totem. Um, I bought this from a really awesome place um, in New Hampshire. Yeah, New Hampshire. Put it closer to the uh, camera so we can, uh, you know, yeah. but not on that side. That down, down a little bit. There we go. Oh, 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 okay, stop. Hold it. That's pretty cool looking. Neat. Okay, go ahead. New Hampshire? Yeah, it's in New Hampshire, Maine. I want to say New Hampshire. It was, and I forget the name of the. I'll ask my wife what the name of the place was, but um, this place was like total badassery. It's all I can say. Um, was it all Lovecraftian uh, knickknacks and whatnot, or was it? Uh... No, it's like a. It, it's basically like. Um, have you ever been to Second Charles? I don't think I've even been to First Charles. Okay. So what uh, Second and Charles is, is they sell everything. They sell uh, uh, stuff like that. They sell comics. They sell books, cool. uh, movies. Is it franchised music. like Suncoast or something? Yeah, kind of like oh, a Suncoast. Okay. So they don't have them out here. No, I mean, oh. it, like if there's, it didn't, it doesn't sound like it's not a. But anyway, so yeah, so that's cool. They have, so they have cool stuff. They do awesome stuff. So, so I figured the show needed a totem, and who better to represent the show than Cthulhu? Cthulhu. Yeah. Cthulhu, because if you if you think about it, mm -hmm. our, our our first combat uh, radio uh, Halloween uh, track was the Haunted Tour Part One, mm -hmm. and at the end when everyone's like racing out 
for safety. Mm-hmm. You know, you can hear the guys like, you know, chanting and, you know, speaking and, you know, they're trying to chant up that big monster that could probably be Cthulhu for all we know. Yeah, so, it, is, it is certainly, uh, it is not explicitly named, but it is definitely a Cthulhu, I guess. Is a, exactly. A giant so, old one was, you know, it only makes sense that Cthulhu watches over oh. our show. gives a blessing. Yeah, it's very nice of uh, Cthulhu to do that. Yes, yes, yes. So, but anyway, getting back to our original, uh, uh, so I did a, um, I did a solo show which I will send you, and and it was completely different and a little weird, um, but I had a fun time doing it. Cool. Yeah. And so that would be like the little mini episode that probably everybody will hear at some point, um, but. The real, you know, in real time, it is twelve fifty-seven, uh, November twelfth, mm-hmm. um, and we successfully made it through Halloween, of course, uh, and my honeymoon. Um, now I'm back, um, and it is now almost December in real time. So when will everybody hear this? Um, <laughs> in twenty twenty. I'm trying to. Okay, so. So the episode that that just went up, the audio one is always at this point going to go up before the video does, and I'm catching them up. So I just recently re- recently released um, show seventy four on video on, on video on audio, no so, no on video seventy four on video, but 76 on Ooh, audio right. and video on YouTube. So seventy six is no no I've got it the other way around seventy four. I got the video for 74, but the show 76 has come out. So, so show 77 will be the next one out. Uh, but it's not, it's not done yet. And I believe that show, it's show 77 is with Marty U. Again, met Marty U came by and hung out with us again. Let's see here. Uh, but so, but this one. Oh, 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 oh. I, I actually must, uh, so dear listeners, I must apologize for this. Hmm. Um, right before we did the show, I did a live video letting everybody know that, you know, we're doing an episode, uh, episode tonight and so that they can go listen to our latest one. I told them to go to, you know, YouTube, uh, to check out the video, of course, of us doing what we're doing. Cool. And I told them to go listen to episode and I said episode 75 late night with, uh, nerding with Marty you as the current episode. I lied. It's 76 lint collection. And oh yes, no, I, yeah, yeah. I actually did. I actually did mention that whole lint roll thing uh, during my solo episode uh, the other night when I did this. Yeah. And to, to, to me, it was funny. I mean, I I don't know if it's gonna be funny to you, but when you when you randomly broke out that lint uh, that lint roll, a log of lint. Yes. Um. I mean, yeah. There. It's so. Yeah, so to me, so I, to, to, the visual of that one is ready to go, but I still have to finish the visual of, of 74 and 5. 75. Still have to do 75. I mean, to, I mean to, to, to me, to randomly break out that lint roll was just hilarious to me because to me, you, you were like the neighborhood like lint dealer or something like that. You like, you listen to me, you buy from no mother effer from me, but all right. Yeah. I'm the guy on the block you come to for your lint. Nobody else. Nobody does lint better. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, I got you. Hey, some prime lint. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see that, that, and that's what's funny about it. Actually, this is this is a beer cozy. 
No, it's, it is actually a roll of lint. Or it's just really old, moldy cinnamon roll that hasn't been cut yet. Cut. Like that, I guess you'd be going, and put them out in the pot. Same as it ever was. Same as it ever was. As a visual, people. Sorry, you, you, you're hearing this in the future. But Hunter, you asked me what number this one was. Uh, yes. I believe this one is either... I think this one is 86. Wrong. 86. Yeah. That means we're actually... I mean, because now... Um, now Antisocial Show is three years old. When was our first episode launched? October. Wasn't it October 1st, right? 2016. Yeah, but... Oh, what you, well, I'd have to look on iTunes to know the, the the date that it was uploaded, but I could look on SoundCloud and see what uh, how many months ago it was. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see here. By the way, sound the, the plays on SoundCloud are doing okay. Like nice. people are still listening, which is nice. It's very nice. Thank you for listening, people who are listening. Yes, thank you. All right, let's see. What was the question? No, uh, it was uh, first episode, so I'll probably condense this. It just seems so indulgent to be looking things up like this on the show all the time. Um, although, you know, it's like giving oneself, <laughs> oneself their own progress report, essentially. Wait, what's what's indulgent? Like telling each other like how many uh, like how listeners we like, have? How are we doing? Like on the show? Like it's like is, is, is it's, that the like, whole show is about how are we doing? Basically, it's like because it's kind of like egotistical or like. <laughs> um. Well, I don't know. Egotistical. I just it is kind of like mm-hmm. self-absorbed, certainly. But well, uh, it's like oh yeah, listen to them to offs like you know talking about how many listeners honestly we don't know how many of you are out there no we don't we have no idea um okay so let's see the first one went up uh after dave made a maze three years ago so uh, first one up episode episode one welcome went up three years ago that's that's as good as it as it will give me on this so no i'd have to go to itunes and i can't really do that right now i don't think that's fine i mean october yeah, it was October, though. It was definitely October yeah. of 2016. That means the Antisocial Show has been around for three years. It has. Congratulations. Yes, thank you, and congratulations to you, too, my brother. I have a cup here somewhere. There we go. Mm-hmm. And what are you drinking tonight, sir? Uh, strawberry watermelon... Target brand liquid enhancer. Water enhancer. <laughs> a body enhance is that alcohol? Perhaps. No, it's, it's water enhancer. It's literally Oh, it's it's basically you get these little you get these little bulbs of like syrup that that's like sugar free and you kinda of go into a water bottle or into just, you know, into a cup at the bottom and then you add water to it. And then you have a nice sugar free flavored beverage. And this one is strawberry watermelon flavored. I see you've got, it looks like you're doing water water or vodka. And this is just, this is just water water. It's water water. Yep. Water water. Water. From the Britter, of course. I don't drink unfiltered water. Oh, yeah, no, you should definitely use the Britter. Use the Britter for your water. Put it to this way. Hmm. Went out and got this Britter. Yeah. Britta. That comes with a, a thermometer-looking thing that when you stick it in the water, okay, yeah, yeah, 
if it's clean filtered water, it's supposed to read exactly zero zero. That means it it's clean for any uh, uh, toxins and lead and other crap that might be in the water as it's going through your faucet, of course. Right. So if you were to stick the uh, uh, this thing in a glass of water from our tap, I think it's like ninety eight uh, percent. That's very very high. So just. Zero, zero is what you want, so that's what this Brita does. You just put the water inside the, the, the Brita, it filters all that crap out, and it reads zero, zero. So since I have a betta fish that obviously has to use that water, I treat the water. Um, this way it takes out all that crap. So I, even my fish doesn't drink it. Hmm. Nor my cats neither. Fish doesn't drink tap water? That's what you're saying? Well, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not going to put them in, like... No, you know, no, yeah, I guess not. Detail, yeah, fish. yeah, so I... And, and I, I can't just use... The, the the problem is I can't use the Brita... Yeah. Uh, to, to, ...for his water, because his water has to be a certain temperature, obviously. And I'm not going to boil the water, because then it's useless. Yeah. Um, so there are these drops that you can buy, and you just put, I think it's like 14 uh, drops per 5-gallon or 1-gallon or whatever it is. So you, you put these drops in... And it just Clean. takes care of the water. Yeah, just Clean, cleans, cleans the, the water. Fish's like the fish's, yep. fish's air. Clean, cleans exactly. the, the fish's uh, respiratory uh, pool. Correct. And I have live plant in his uh, tank, too. Live what? A live plant. Live plant. Oh, good. Yeah, because, yep. well, you know, you could have a dead one. I mean, you could put a stick in there, and it wouldn't probably wouldn't hurt <laughs> anything. Well, no. I mean, you could put fake plants in, but live plants is better for them. Yeah. Live plants. Live plants, dude. That's that's how I roll. Live at Budokan. Live plants. Live plants. Robert Plant is live at Budokan. <laughs> Weren't too many other famous plants, were there? As far as like singers or or uh, uh, celebrities. His last name's Plant. I have no idea. Pretty much Robert Plant. Of Led Zeppelin. I'll tell you this, though. Mm-hmm. And of Robert Plant and the Honey Drippers. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, or something like that. What? Uh, 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 anyone out there listening, this just popped into my head. Don't ask me why, but it is now November 12th, okay? Mm-hmm. Please, don't. Don't do it. Don't, don't, put, up your, oh. don't put up your Christmas decorations. Right. Or I will hunt you down. And uh, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> hey, now it's okay if they grow up to be cowboys. I have a horse. Oh, you know, it's a song. It's a, Mama, don't <laughs> let your babies grow up to be cowboys. <laughs> yep. I don't know how the rest of the song goes because that's the only part I'd ever hear on those country music, you know, um, collections that would be advertised on television. Well, that's the thing. Here, here's the thing about country, okay? Sure. I prefer, like, those upbeat country songs like it has to be like an upbeat country song for me to like it okay okay i don't like sad i don't like sad country music um right no yeah oh and 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 by the way i i i this does tie into my story by the way by the way Mm -hmm. there there have been times in my younger my younger my younger self's life that i uh 
you know, was kind of insensitive towards people. And one moment there was this guy telling me like, you know, he had a bad week, you know, and he's telling me all his problems. And I'm like, instead of being sympathetic to the, to the guy's problem, I said, gee, man, you have yourself a fucking country song on your hands, don't you? Because <laughs> it's, you know, because country songs are like, you know, the, the sad sack songs. Oh, yeah, I don't like yeah. those. I don't like those songs. I don't want to hear about it. Like, you know. I woke up this morning and my wife left me mm-hmm. and my dog scooter got ran over by a car mm-hmm. and I forgot to pay my note. So they're taking my house. This is my sad country song. Yeah, no, I don't like country songs like that. All right. I just, I just don't do that kind of crap. I went through a period of time where I didn't, <laughs> where I didn't like country music, but it was like, uh, I was, it was somewhere between, I'm going to have to say, I'm going to guess it was somewhere between 12 and um, 18, I want to say. Because, uh, like, I, up to the point where, it, it may be a little older than 12, but somewhere before high school, I really enjoyed uh, Hee Haw. Hee Haw. Yeah. And it was, you know, it was kind of a, kind of ran the gamut of, like, country and country style music. You know, there was, there was, like, the country folk, you know, and then there was also the the stars of the time. So, like, I think Conway Twitty probably went on there and, like, George is that Strait. Like, hmm? Is that, like, blue uh, bluegrass? Uh, which? In general? That be, yeah, in general. Hee-haw, oh, Hee Haw? Hee Haw was kind of, what was a mixed bag? It was also, like, the, like, Lorella Lynn was on there and, like, the Mandrell sisters. I think, uh, you know, early in Mandrell, all these, all these people kind of came through and would do music on there. I don't remember a lot mm. of it, but I remember not not thinking it was bad. And then for some reason, I kind of like soured on country, like when I got into rap music. And then I sort of re- started reincorporating it again uh, at the end of high school because I I, uh, I got exposed to Garth Brooks, and I was like, oh, he's not bad. I could, I, could, I could listen to country again. So like I just closed off a bunch of stuff, but but I've gradually been putting it back in throughout my life and learning more about things like a little more Loretta Lynn music or some Patsy Cline or. Sturgill Simpson. Hmm? Hank Williams for me. What I've heard I like, but I don't remember much of it. So I'd have to go back back and through and uh, I'd have to go back through and re-listen to his stuff to, to like get a good sense yeah. of it. Hank Williams definitely is the uh, the godfather of hillbilly country music right there. Hmm. Um Yeah, I mean I can see I can I can see in my mind not the songs, but people playing his music, like uh, but I can't think of any. Oh, did he do your cheating heart? Yes, he did. Your cheating heart. Yeah, that, that I like that one, but I don't remember it very well. Like I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know it enough to improv it. Um, here you go. Here's just a little. Here's just a little snippet of it. All right. All right. Of of, of one of his songs. Hank Williams, one senior senior. Yeah. I'm so lonesome, I could cry. Oh, I said die. Yeah, now that, that one. That one I definitely heard before. That's a yes, that's a good yes, one. Yes. Uh, yeah, like you know, so it's like I'm not. I I don't close off myself to for any musical experiences anymore, except perhaps like if I'm just just not in the mood to hear some like really uh, dark like. You know, Swedish like death metal or something. Uh, you know, I, see, I got I, I got out of rap. Um, 
I don't listen I mean, to as much as I used to, uh, but I, I no, do. I don't either. I do like certain ones, like uh, that I find, and then I, I kind of like I I start revisiting stuff. I don't know. Did I remember? Did I? I feel like I, we talked about this before. I revisited, like not revisited. I for the first time I listened to uh, Wu Tang Clan's first album, end to end, like when I was working. I was really yeah. Good. See, that's rap. Right, but I mean, I hadn't. I had heard some of the music off of it, but I hadn't really like sat down. Like I, I used to buy rap on mostly. I started off on cassette tapes, you know. So you listen to one side, and then if you're still awake, you flip it over and turn it on and listen to the other one. Goes bad. So I'd, I'd get, I'd hear like uh, my, uh, I think my first one was uh, Run DMC's Raising Hell. Uh, it was a good album, and then uh, I got like. Uh, was um, three uh, De La Soul, Three Feet High, and Rising, and like uh, Jungle Brothers, Done by the Forces of Nature, and uh, Tribe Called Quest, People's Instinctive Paths Toward Rhythm. Uh, those were like so. I had those on cassette tape, and those were pretty, pretty good. Those were, was good. That stuff. was when that was when rap was rap, dude. I had I more mean, than that, but those are the ones that, that I remember. Those are the ones I probably listened to the most. The new stuff is crap. Okay. And I, I I haven't really heard a lot of the new stuff. There is a be prepared to bleep me out, but there is a twat, yeah. okay, by the name of Post Malone, and I can't stand him. Okay. Oh, yeah, I've heard Post Malone. Isn't he more R and B though? Is he rap? Yeah, he's he's kind of rap. Oh, I've heard. I thought he was mostly a singer. Uh, don't think he's. Is he a singer? Or can he be? Are you sure I'm you're thinking Malone, of? Yes. Are you sure you're not? You're not. You're thinking of another guy. Nope, I'm thinking about Post Malone. I don't know. I mean, uh, I could sing. I, I don't, uh, yes, yes, I was right. Post Malone's an American rapper. He is a rapper, huh? Yes. Yeah, I don't know. No, see, there's, there's all these rappers I know for mostly their personality now because of like YouTube. So you get to see them in interviews, but I don't necessarily hear their music. It's like it's like the way I experience comedians is not always, is really it's not on stage. It's through their podcasts for the most part. So like. I've only heard Post Malone sing, and but I, again, I don't remember. I'm not retaining a lot of these uh, these experiences, and it's not really a reflection on them. It's just the sheer amount of stuff that is uh, in my head that I can't like. You know, it, it stuff pushes stuff out after a while. I think, like well, it's like through a cheese grater. Be be lucky you've had no time to listen to these people because you probably would want to shoot yourself. I I'll, I'll, I will go on record saying I did not mind the <clears throat> the Post Malone that I heard. But I don't. I couldn't tell you which one I'd heard. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, who's who's good? Um, Open Mike Eagle is good. I like Open Mike Eagle stuff. I've said his name a few times on this show, on a, various podcasts. Uh, he's more recent. Uh, he's got this album called Hella Personal Film Festival, which is I enjoyed quite a bit. Now he's got more than that. He's got many. He's very. He puts out albums all the time. But that's the one I listened to that I remember, and I like that one. Um, and that's more, more contemporary rap, I guess. Contemporary to 2019. I mean, I think this came out, it came out within the last 10 years, maybe the last five years. So it's, it's not, not new, new, but it's not old either. Mm. Uh, yeah. So that was cool. Oh, you know, he was on, I saw him, I got introduced to his music through, um, other podcasts. He was on, he was a guest on uh, an episode of Harmontown. Uh, I think maybe more than one. And a guest on uh, more than one getting dug with high, and on these episodes uh, with Doug Benson, on these episodes uh, he uh, wasn't just a guest; he actually performed. Um, 
some some of his music live. And I was like, you yeah, know, I like this sound. This is kind of cool. And then I did a little more research, and I found out he was really into They Might Be Giants and actually sampled them and stuff. And I always thought They Might Be Giants were pretty cool. So I was like, oh, this guy's like, this is an interesting, this guy's got an interesting uh, ear for sound and composition and whatnot. So uh, anyway, again, I, I'm basing all this on one good album that I heard, and I really should try and remember. I, I And the thing is, I have actually listened to another one of those, but I remember it less than the original one. Again, the brain's not like doing well. I've got, I'm learning Hindi a bit. So like, cause I like these Bollywood songs from these, from these movies, like Thugs of Hindustan, you know, but except I'm learning like something from this movie, Bang Bang, which came out in 2014. It's a really great song, but it's like, it's, you know, mostly not in English. Uh, it's in like, um, I'd say eight, I'd say about 85% in, in Hindi and then like 15% in English. And, uh, but I really like the tune. So I've got words that I can't understand, but I can say in my head. And yet I, I, it pushed out experiences of listening to people's music that I enjoy. Anyway, so there's another plug for Open Mike Eagle's Hella Personal Film Festival. <laughs> An album that I enjoyed. I also like Wycliffe John's The Carnival from, I think, 1997 or 1998. I'm not sure. Or maybe it was 2003. I don't know. But I like that album. That was a good one. Had gone t- till November on it, uh, but the Wyclef John stuff reminded me more of like De La Soul and stuff, like the more the stuff with me- that would add melody in and whatnot. Also, I liked Arrested Development; they were pretty okay. cool. Yeah, and um, oh God, I think I listened to this album. I think it was I think it was called Black Star. Um, Black Star. I think it had Mo- most Def and somebody else. I, I can't see it in my head, but it was like most Def and somebody maybe Tully Tully. Well, well, I, I forgive me, I, a person out there whose name this is that I'm mangling. I cannot see it in my head, but I did listen to this album. And I thought that was really good too, and that's within the last I think ten or fifteen years. So it's like I, I really haven't heard a lot of new stuff. Like I haven't heard Kanye's new stuff at all. But I did like Late Registration, which came out like about fifteen years ago or something. So it's like you know pretty close to it. Um, late Registration Con- is a good album. So. Kanye's crazy. He's a little crazy, yeah, but I think he's I think he's smarter than people give him credit for. I, I'm a little like, like I, I I think he said some really controversial things, and, and I think he really just likes to like push buttons sometimes, but it works. And, True. And uh, he recently hung was uh, on a podcast, Harmontown, which by the way is is going to be ending by the time people hear this episode harman harman town will have ended it's supposed to end in and by december basically so it will be gone uh there will be no more harman town episodes unless they decide ah well we're going to do it anyway but also he might put out uh, episodes uh every now and then of whatever so there will still be dan harman on a podcast somewhere people uh if you like if you're a fan but uh, yeah, the point of that. And why? Was, why are they going to the wayside? I don't know. I think he's just tired of doing it. But oh, so he was. He and Rob Schraub, his friend, were hanging out with Kanye uh, and figuring out some stuff. I don't know if it was for Rick and Morty or what, but it was because uh, you know Harmon's uh, Dan Harmon is uh, involved in Rick and Morty, and so is Rob Schraub. Which uh, that that show is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I also like Community. Uh, what I've seen. So. For the episode that I did, uh, which Rick and Morty solo, no solo. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I don't know if they're gonna hear before this or 
after this, but I however mean, it works out. Um, yeah. I don't know. However, however it works out, uh, I opened that particular episode with a clip from Rick and Morty of uh, uh, Morty's dad, uh, Jerry, having sex with his wife, but it's not his wife. It's a hologram. Mm. And then I opened up the show with... And then after that, I, I opened up the show. I said, hello, everybody. This is Hunter Blo- Uh No, I said, hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of uh, Anti-Social Show, the show that's going to ask you, are you hungry for apples? I'm Hunter Block. And then, of course, you know, started the episode, and it, it was it was, it was was funny. But uh, So, yeah, Rick and Morty, I think their first, their, fourth, the, their first episode of season four starts uh, November 13th or the 12th, or it might have already happened. But um, you, you ever seen Rick and Morty? Yeah, we we uh, we talked about it on episode seventy four and some other yes, ones. Yes, we did. That's right, we did. We talked about so much though. It's 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 so much has happened since totally. you know, we had that totally. conversation. It's though. just that I re- I re- recently edited that one, so that's why it's fresh in my memory. <laughs> and it won't be fresh in mine. Um, no, because we recorded it back in May, I think, or April. Oh God, April. God, it was April. We- April, April, April. Yeah, we got a lot. Yeah, so we have a lot of interesting uh, guests coming your way that you uh, we're not going to tell you about. Um, or if yeah, no, wait. I think we can tell them now. By at this point, now, right? We've had interesting guests. Yes, we've had interesting by guests. This but, point, by, but, but, but we, by this point, but but this by this people aren't going to be hearing this next. True. They're going to hear this <laughs> next year. Next year. This is going to be like April or something. I was still working out because if this is – okay, so if we're 76 just went up and this is 86, that's 10. And if I can get one up every two weeks, that's 20 weeks from now. 20 weeks is roughly five or six months. So it's like – Okay, so you, you see where that, that, that podcaster's paradox comes in considering the fact that – Considering the fact that this in, in real time is November 12th. Um, mm-hmm. just days away from the last year, I'll be in my thirties forever. Uh, November 14th, I officially turned 39, one step closer to 40. Oh, um, oh your birthday's coming up. That's right. That's right. So Thursday. it will be your birthday by that point. So happy birthday in the future. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And by the uh, way, happy birthday to my son, Jareth, who will be turning one on January 27th, which will probably have already happened by the time people hear this. Yes. Happy birthday, little guy. Um, Wow, dude, one years old. Mm-hmm. My God, one time year. does fly. Time does fly. Yes, it does. Uh, Tempest Fugit. Wow, man. Uh, I, I remember. I remember when uh, you told everybody that you know you were going to become a dad. Yeah, I was on a show called The Big Announcement. Yep. Now it's my turn. Um, so I got married, and now it's my turn to uh, become a dad. Really? Yep, yep. We're uh, so not pregnant just yet, but oh, okay. working on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, now it's now it's definitely my turn. So awesome. I will be doing a big announcement on this show when it does happen. Awesome. That's what's that's it's good that you yeah that you're yes okay. So it'll be much it'll be much more news when it actually happens. But I, I like that you're into the idea because it's a. It is important that you are before you have a kid. <laughs> That's what? It's, excited or married? <laughs> oh, excited. It's, you know, wanting wanting a kid. Oh, it's absolutely. important to want one, you know, because it's, it can really make, it can really psychologically damage people to suddenly have to deal with that, depending on, you know, depending on the type now, of person they are. It's just, you know, yeah. 
Now, when it comes to like people asking me, you know, when we do have a kid, when it comes to people asking me if I if I, you know, always wanted a kid, mm-hmm. you know, and, and considering the fact that, you know, we are also house shopping, too, at the same time, nothing big or fancy. But, you know, I was going to tell everybody, yeah, I wanted a kid because I don't feel like cutting grass no more. So I figured they'll do it. You know, and, and, and of course, when my kid talks back to me, I'm going to be like, what are you talking about, you little you little effer? I mean, you're just a freeloader, dude. You know, I provide your, your, your you know, the roof over your head. I provide, you know, with, you with water and electricity for all your electronics and, I love you the, know, the, the, the clothes. I love the little Hunter's, uh, Hunter's son is like uh, baby Melvin from uh, Roger Rabbit. It's like this, just a salty, like uh, uh, annoying baby that like smokes cigars and like tells off his old man. So, so get your ass baby out Herman. there and cut the grass. Baby Herman, that's what it baby was. Baby Herman, yeah, yeah, yeah so baby Melvin. So, so get your ass out there and cut the grass, kid. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's going to be a few years before he can, he can, before he can push a lawnmower around. It's no oh, absolutely. It's it's nice that there are Fisher Price toys that are uh, that are. Uh, busy work related, like you know, fake. Uh, it it kind of teaches early to stand and push things around, <laughs> like those poppers. They go, it's like people pushing their poppers along, and then it's like, oh, here. I wonder, here, like, here's a vacuum. Go clean. Here's here's a lawnmower. Go clean. Here's a wheelbarrow. You know what's funny about this? Because you just now put another thought in my head. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to touch your finger. You can see where the my corner is there. Is a, a little more and stop. Point. Okay. I'll take a picture um. of that. Maybe I can cut this out uh, and put it into like a preview of an episode to put something out on YouTube that's like a short, like a short taste of the show. Okay. Speaking of tasting, it's time for another episode of Tyson Sander Taster. Awesome, awesome. Kind of. So what I got here is a packet that probably looks very familiar to some people, but this is something that... Uh, it's going to be backwards. It is definitely backwards, and I cannot read it. And it's glarish. There it is. And it, okay. Fruit? Yes. I see fruit. I see fruit. It's actually chewy fruit. It's not icy. Oh, it's chewy. No, chewy fruit. No, it's not chewy fruit. I mean, it is chewy. It is not icy. I know you didn't say ice because you said icy fruit. Never mind. You actually have it upside down. It is. Well, it's actually it's backwards because of the cameras. Backwards. Oh, backwards. Yeah. Gotcha. Like, you know, how this is like how this is backwards. I'm not wearing my shirt backwards. <laughs> the camera is seeing me backwards. Right. These are fruit gushers. Fruit gushers. I'm, I've never had a fruit gusher before. I, now, these are. I don't. Go ahead. I don't think I have either. Well, it's a funny thing about fruit gushers, right? So they're basically, they're like something you get, like, I, I, they're, they're a packet of, like, essentially fruit-based gumdrops, kind of. And I think they got, like, like a liquid in them before, or inside them. And uh, so these, you'd get, you'd, they'd throw them, in, when, you took, when you went to grade school, they'd throw them in your bag lunch, you know, if you were lucky. Uh, the thing is... These came out in 1991. In 1991, I was already in high school, so I wasn't doing bag lunch anymore, so I completely missed this as a thing. Now, something that was of my time was uh, Fun Fruits by Sunkist. And Fun Fruits, uh, fruits uh, did you ever have those? Um, no, because I went to high school in 97, and 
Yeah, I didn't do bag lunch at that point either. And I don't think I've ever got that in my bag lunch, even when I was going to like, you know, a grade that would require me to have bag lunch. Right. Well, fun fruits were introduced in 1987, and then uh, okay, and then Leaf dismantled. So. Uh, the the company, and then I, I guess they're not really on the shelves anymore, but Gushers are. Except, so also in Gushers, uh, they're, they had their, their original flavors, the two original two flavors were Gushing Grape and Strawberry Splash. And then uh, Strawberry Splash, uh, sorry, Grape was discontinued in 2017. So uh-huh. now they sell them in boxes of Strawberry sl- Splash with uh, tropical flavors. But since I have never had, a, a, I'm an adult that's never had a Gusher, uh, a, a fruit gusher that uh, my curiosity got the better of me, and I want to see how similar they are to like um, the type of dried fruit snack that would be in my lunch bag. So I'm going to open these up, and, and I wanted to try an original flavor, and there's only one original flavor left, and that's the strawberry. So, all right, right away they're not very they're not very difficult to open, which is nice. Um, hmm. So the description here uh, is that they are. <laughs> they are commonly fruit gushers, commonly known as gushers, are American fruit snacks in the shape of elongated hexagonal bipyramids, um, made primarily from sugar and fruit juice, with small amounts, small amounts of other ingredients. Okay, elongated hexagonal bipyramid. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh, definitely. Okay. So they look like little jewels. Um, Oh, yeah. Uh, if I go like, okay, so you see, it's kind of like, well, let me, uh, let me put it like that. So, I don't know if you can, I don't know if you can see the definition on the, um, uh, like it's, my fingers are each touching a point, but it's kind of a flat point. So maybe I can do it like that. No, see, now it's, now it's, uh, melted slightly, so it, you can't, but it, it really looks like there are faces, like a diamond on it, sort of. Is it hard or soft? Oh, it looks pretty... Okay, now you can kind of see that. See how it's got that point on top there? Yeah, yeah. It's also got a point on the bottom, and then it's got, like, faces. See how the light's catching these different faces? So, like a little diamond or a little jewel? Like a little jewel. Uh, and they are, they're they're soft to the touch also. So I'm going to try one of these. And they're also pretty small. I mean, this is my my thumb. This is about it's about the size of my thumbnail as far as, like, a diameter. And my thumbnail's slightly smaller than a dime. Um, mm. All right. Cheers. Cheers. Uh, I, figure, I I don't know if I should pop it in my mouth and bite it and, and gush it, or if I should bite it outside and look at it and gush it. So um, I'm going to pop it in my mouth and do that, and then I'll look at it. And if, <laughs> It sounds kind of gross. So, but, um, all right. Uh, happy gushing. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it tastes like, tastes like dried fruit, but in a good way. Yeah, it's sweet. Right away, all the gush liquid is pretty much it's um, mostly eaten now. Hmm. Only drawback to trying to do something like this is having to talk with food in your mouth, which is not something that I really do try to. I don't try to make that a habit. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like a fruit, a fruit gumdrop with a um, liquid center. Right on, right on. As the description says, it says, um, the inner center of each gusher is a thick, sweet liquid surrounded by a chewy, gummy-like, 
chewy, gummy-like colored sugared covering. When one bites into the snack, the liquid inside gushes out. Hence the name mm. Gushers. Fruit Gushers was a major sponsor of the YTV game show Uh-Oh from 2001 until the series ended in 2003. All right, so we're going to buy this one. It's kind of like, do you remember freshen up gum? Yeah. It's like a small pellet of gum, like a little pillow, and then it had like liquid in the center of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Well, I bit it. Mm. Yep. So got the liquid in there. Oh, yeah. It's right there. It's shiny. Yep. There you go. They're tasty. You sure would have liked them um, back in the day. But I wasn't eating back lunch snacks back then anymore. Um, too bad. So they also come in tropical flavors, which is what these strawberries are paired with now. Watermelon Blast, um, Screaming Green Apple, Busting Berry Lemonade. Gushing Grape is discontinued. Triple Berry Shock, Rock and Blue Raspberry, Fruit Tomic Punch, Extreme Kiwi Explosion, Passion Berry Punch, Double Dare Berry, Rubble Berry, Ultra Blast, Sour, Super Sour, and Shrek. Excuse me. Some are Shrek flavored, apparently. And there's. <laughs> so it tastes like ogres and onions. Okay, so, so that, yeah. was, that was Tyson's Inner Taster. Um, enjoy that preview of the show, people. Um, you'll see this uh, actual show in about <laughs> four or five months. But there's shows coming out in between there, so thanks for watching. So what were you... Um, this is, oh, this is really distracting me. I've got, you know, with the thing about this good stuff, it's just, it's, now it's bunched up around my teeth, and I need to dig in there and, like, scrape it away from the inside of my teeth. Like, like Mike and Ike's. Mm-hmm. Ah, God. That's gross. I'm sorry. Sorry, it's so gross to do that. <laughs> like, I can't do that on camera because it's just like... <laughs> oh, God. I might as well be. Anyway, okay. <laughs> sorry. And then I have one more thing, but only at the end. Okay, which, okay. which should be after you after we talk about your next thing, and then we should probably end with um, the last thing I have, and then call it because I got okay. I got because I got to go make sure the the kid is teething. Ooh, you know what's good for that? Um, frozen chew, chewy things. Hmm? Yes, yeah. I was going to say waffles, frozen waffles. Ooh, well, okay. Like you know, like like you know, you know, like those egos, like a box of egos, right? Yeah. So if you have nothing to calm the kids' gums down for the night, um, just give them a, just give them a cold uh, uh, waffle. Yeah, he would gnaw on it. He wouldn't be able to eat it necessarily, so that's good. I mean, yeah, no, he'll just suck on it, dude, until it's warm. Well, we that's do all. we do have some things that we stick in the freezer and that we can take out and give to him. They're like they're made by Nubi, I think. Not a sponsor. And neither is Fruit Gushers, by the way, but... No, not at all. But, uh, anyway. So, yeah, so that's why I got a, I got a kind of a, I got a kind of a hard out once we're, once we're done here. So, anyway. So, what I was going to say was, really briefly, um, when it comes to Fisher-Price... Yes. You know, they, they have, like, you know, the lawnmower, the, the vacuum cleaner, the, the Fisher-Price kitchen, whatever. They have the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Now... 
do do you think it's like these rich corporate people that are like you know the the rich corporate people that run Fisher Price? Are they basically just giving our kids toys like that because they're preparing for like the type of job that they think we should have? Like, well, the market says that Billy is going to buy the law, or Billy's parents are going to get him the lawnmower, which means Billy will be a landscaper. One hundred percent. Yes, probably exactly what they're thinking. I base that on nothing more than that. That makes sense. So maybe not. But it makes sense. It makes sense. I, 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 I don't know if it's true. I just know that it is. It's, I know it's 30%. It works 60% of the time. I, I don't know what the joke is there. It's, it's semi-pro. Um, um, so, yeah, no, I, you know, it's, it's funny. It's, an, it's funny to speculate into whether or not that's, a, <clears throat> that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to brainwash people into doing menial labor. But, I mean. People gotta. There gotta be people who do that, and also. Well, it's, yeah. It's not but that, it's not that it's not that um, you know I've done I've done lands, uh, yard work before and whatnot. Not oh, quite, so not quite landscaping, so, but you know, being out there in the sun and cleaning up uh, yard clippings and whatnot. Oh, so so have I. Yeah. Uh, but it just to me, it's just funny that you know an entire you know toy industry would make those specific toys. Sure for the masses you know what i mean like and then it gets you to wondering like what their kids are playing with because they're probably not they're not probably playing with like you know like the vacuum cleaner or the the, you know the the lawnmower or the you know or the the kitchen or whatever because you know i mean i can i can only imagine like you know like the mother of one of these rich kids like you know buying their kid like you know their little son or something like that billy Mm -hmm. You know, a lawnmower or whatever, because that's what he wanted, and he's like seven or something like that. But he wants this lawnmower, so mom secretly goes out and buys it. You know, like, oh, you know, when your dad's home, just don't play with it, whatever. And, you know, dad comes home in a foul mood because he's been drinking because, you know, Wall Street's going to crash and whatever it is. And he walks in and he sees Billy playing with the lawnmower. And that's when he takes off his belt and says, Did I teach you to cut the grass? And starts like whooping on his kid. Did I teach you to do that? So I mean, I, I don't know if it's true. I just know that it is. Wow, it's a horrifying. <laughs> I just horrifying. This is, it is, but it's. I just know that it's true. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know if it's true. I just know that it is. Uh, oh well, there's definitely child abuse, certainly, and, and there are definitely rich people, and um, it's those things must overlap at least once in, in, in this world. And so statistically, who knows? There aren't that many. How many there? I think there's something like there's less than 600 actual billionaires in the world. I never actually Googled it. Well, neither did I, but I heard it on the Young Turks. And I, and, uh, I tend to uh, believe a lot of what they say because uh, they make a lot of sense. So anyway... Um, okay. Actually, uh, there are 2,604 billionaires in the world, according to the Wealth X Billionaire Census in 2019. Oh, wait. How many in America? Because I think, I think, uh, I think okay. actually the number was about America. I, I, I think Let's see. About the other thing. And over a quarter of these ultra-high net worth individuals reside in the U.S. North America is the only region to record an increase in billionaire population. Let's see for – all right. Let's see for the United States. I think it's like five hundred and something. Like five, I'm going to say five hundred and forty. That's my guess. It's probably not a round number like that, but it, but it might be. 
The United States has the largest number of billionaires of any country with 536 as of 2015, while China, India, and Russia are home to 213, 90, and 88 billionaires, respectively. As of 2015, only 46 billionaires were under the age of 40. Wow. Yeah, that's that's the number I was referring to when I said less than 600, because it, yep. it was about the United States. It makes sense because they were talking about Bloomberg being in the race and how it's like that's what we need is another billionaire to come in and like run for president. And, uh, you know, uh, so well, that's, and I was being, I'm being facetious. I think it's a terrible idea, but I don't know. I don't know his politics. So, but I, I, here's get, the I get the reticence. Here, here's the thing as, as you know, to, to, to put it, to put a perspective on all this, right. Um, I don't think billionaires should be allowed to, I mean, I, I know we can't decide or we can't say who can be president or who can run for president, whatever, as long as they get the, well, you know, as long as they're going around getting all the petitions signed or whatever they got to do to start campaigning. There are parameters. Uh, you have to be a certain age for right. one thing. Like you can't, you, right. you have to be over, I think, 35 years old. I think. Which is me. Um, <laughs> so... But I'm saying, like, we can't tell billionaires they can't run for president, but billionaires shouldn't run for president because, essentially, billionaires cannot relate to anyone else because they're so rich, they don't know what it's like being poor. Not anymore, certainly. I mean, I mean, I guess if you – it's more – I think it makes more sense if you're born rich. You know, if, you're, if you are born into a rich situation, then you are more likely, theoretically – to have uh, less connection with everyday people. And I guess a lot of that also depends on how you were raised, whether you were raised to know that you're privileged or to understand that your privilege is, that you're breathing rarefied air, that not that <laughs> understanding what privilege is and not being like, uh, right. not being proud of it necessarily because privilege isn't something, being born rich isn't something to be proud of. Earning right. money is, but, but just, Having it, uh, having it, like you can be proud of your your parent who worked hard to make that money, or however they made the billions, you know, like you know. But but you, you, it's like um, uh, it's it's like being proud of being beautiful. That's not that's a complete accident, and it's also subjective. You know, that's that's not something you had a person anybody. Now people can put it together a look that's that's kind of universally attractive and something and often people do but like being proud of being born beautiful or something it's not something you had a choice about and also it's it's subjective so anyway um i would respect these billionaires well no money isn't success it, no isn't subjective but it kind of is because there are people who are richer than billionaires this is just the billionaires there's also got to be a trillionaire or two out there I think so. Yeah. But no, I mean, I would respect a billionaire more as if they showed up in a Walmart suit, you know, George Brand, um, and said, you know, I dress like this because I'm ashamed of all my money. I'm ashamed of all my money. Right. George Brand? Yeah, so in Walmart, right? Okay. There, and I, I mean, listen, I've certainly worn uh, shirts this particular brand. Mm-hmm. Um, now, when it comes to my dress clothes, I have to wear dress clothes for work. So I will buy more higher end uh, shirts and pants and whatnot, mm-hmm. only because they look nicer in a business environment. Um, but sure. I've owned a couple of like you know pants that were George. George is just a, a brand from from Walmart. That's all. Oh, okay, like um, it's, it's, 
Like Morona is Target brand, I think. Yeah, it's a it's a cheap it's a a cheap brand. I've definitely had yeah. I, I I'm into you know not paying a lot of money for for clothing. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, I mean, ordinarily, I I would buy my jeans from Walmart. I don't care. Um, I I've definitely bought clothes from a thrift store. Uh, many, oh, me many too. Times, many 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 times. Um, but you know, sometimes you can't find what you're looking for there. It's like yeah, I mean, buying clothes are, is kind of a See that's that thing. If you're if you have a lot of money, you don't think about necessarily spending on on the like lower increments of money because you have so much. Oh, of, I'm poor. Yeah, yeah. If a person is rich, though, you know, you know, what I'm saying, huh? Yeah, I'm definitely not rich. Like if you have a billion dollars, you know, what's five hundred dollars in jeans or something that you if you go and drop, you know, it's a lot to somebody who has to save, uh, save up five hundred dollars to do that. You know, that's. And because that's not just money, that's the time it takes to save it up, you know. And it could be that's very true. Could be a week. It could be four weeks. Could be longer. If it takes you four weeks to make five hundred dollars. You might want to, you know, not buy jeans that are five hundred bucks. Yeah, or buy five hundred dollars worth of jeans. And you also jeans. I mean, you can't really. You have to unless you don't want to eat or don't want to pay a certain bill or you know or feed a family member or or, <laughs> or any of those things. I mean, it's like, like it's, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, little Jimmy, but you're not eating tonight because Daddy wants a new pair of jeans. Daddy's, Daddy's got to have a new pair of jeans, yeah. Daddy wants some Levi's. Daddy wants Stop 10 being, pairs of Levi's. Stop being selfish and go to bed. I don't think that Levi's are $50 each, but they're close to it. I mean, I've definitely had a oh, pair of dude, Levi's before. They're, no, dude, they're 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 definitely fucking expensive right now. This is why I appreciate when my, my folks would buy me a nice pair of jeans because it's because uh, I understand the value of a dollar. So, not bragging or anything. <laughs> well, put it this way: I'm the type of guy that doesn't like to um, go clothes shopping at all, whatsoever. I avoid it like the plague. Um, clothes until shop. I, yeah, clothes shop. Like I'll wear the same shop for years. Okay, so I had a few. I had a few pair of pants from Macy's, which I never hardly wear. Um, but my everyday wear was from Walmart. Like I would just buy a bunch of jeans from Walmart and call it a day. Mm-hmm. And, but the thing about it is these, these pants had to go and I'm like, all right, it's been Christ five years, seven years since I really, you know, went out and just bought jeans. So before the, before the, before the wedding and, and what we decided to do is the guys, so the guys wore uh, blue jeans, okay? Mm-hmm. And because our cowboy boots didn't fit properly, we had to go to Skechers. Skechers. And buy this type of shoe. Skechers, right? It's a Skechers yeah. shoe or it's like a loafer kind of? Yeah. It's cool. Um, because it was a, kind of like a Western type wedding. Looks comfortable. So, so the girls wore cowboy boots. Oh, these are very uh, comfortable. So the girls wore cowboy boots. We were supposed to wear cowboy boots. Only ours didn't fit. So this was the, the backup plan. But the pants that I got from Levi was so damn comfortable. I'm like, I really want to go back there and buy some more pants. So before the honeymoon, we went back. And like literally a day before the honeymoon, we went and bought. She bought a couple of pair. I bought a couple of pair. And we wound up spending like $200. Wow. Or something like that. So, so, so Levi's are expensive. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
So um, I don't plan on buying any more pants for the next five years. I, I'm going to have to buy a pair soon. I did actually end up replacing a belt recently. Um, oh, me too. Like I, I actually I have had to replace a belt twice in a in a fairly short period of time because I did lose a bunch of weight, as a lot of people know uh, who, who might and listen I, to this. Tyson's losing the weight and I'm gaining the weight. <laughs> I was taking so I had this leather belt that I would actually have to take a screwdriver and kind of make new notches in as I lost more and more weight. So I think I made like eight somewhere between eight to ten new notches, and then what that ends up doing is that as it joins together under where the buckle is, more starts hanging out the side. To where now I've got like this much belt just kind of like that can't fit into the next loop or one. So it just sort of hangs out to the side like a tongue. Uh, but I don't, I only wear those to do like uh, yard work and stuff because it's, uh, or to, or when I just don't care. Also, um, I, I, so I replaced that belt with a belt that I actually um, had to replace, the, the belt that I just recently had to replace. And what, I don't know if you can see this, but see, it's, it's broken through. Oh, yeah. That's black duct tape. Huh. that's keeping that in place. And so that's where the, so it's black duct tape through a hole, but it actually looked kind of more like, like this part of it. See how frayed and worn that is? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, this part where they got taped together had like, it was like hanging on by a couple strings and I'm like, well, I got some duct tape. So I, I duct taped this thing out and, you know, cause I'm used to just sort of like going, Oh, well, yeah. DIY is perfect. Just get it, get by, you know? And it worked for like, I don't know, like it worked for maybe maybe thirty six hours, maybe <laughs> maybe maybe three days. And it's like, no, I really should. This is kind of a temp. This is a temporary fix. This isn't like another year out of this belt kind of fix. This is like, <laughs> I need a belt. But I found one at Old Navy for twenty bucks, and it's reversible. So it's black on one side, brown on the other side. So it's kind of like oh. two belts actually. I love Old Navy. You know, what's funny about those reversible belts is that they are like having two belts. Um, and when they I'm when they break, it's like losing two belts. I'm like, I'm wearing one. A reversible belt? Oh, yeah. Because cool. this belt is brown on one side and black on the other. Nice. Yes, this is exactly what I got. Did you, is so, it an old Davy belt? I think so. Ah. Uh, but so <clears throat> day of my wedding we wore white shirts, brown vests. Mm-hmm. So the belt I just reversed it to brown and just wore it and it worked out perfectly. Cool. So yeah, that's a so that's um So yeah, that's a, so that's that that hopefully I, that belt will last and I won't have to buy another one for a while cuz it's like yeah, it wasn't uh, it wasn't as expensive as as they could be, but it's an expense. You know, and it's like, it's not food. It's not, you know, it's not X, Y, or Z. It's it's a necessary commodity, so. Little Jareth, you're not eating tonight because Daddy needs <laughs> Daddy needs to buy a belt. Daddy's pants need to stay up. <laughs> That's funny. I want your old man to run around with his pants around his ankles, falling everywhere. <laughs> you can do that. You're a baby. I can't do that. I'll get arrested. Jareth, why does your old man sound like Rick now? <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, so the other thing, my last one, last thing, I guess, or unless did you have some uh, something else you wanted to interject in before I do my one last thing? Nope, that's it for me. All right, so on the eighteenth, uh, I believe, of November, which is going to be in seven days, uh, you will have had your your birthday by then, and uh, Minecraft will have its seven year birthday. 
Really? Yeah, it'll be seven years old. And I played it for the first time last night. I'd never, and? never played Minecraft before. Did you like it? It's fine. I could get into it. It's uh, I've had played mine- games like Minecraft or games that have come since Minecraft that sort of like uh, are similar in some way. Like um, I've played Seven Days to Die, which is uh, got a similar building system. You know, it has crafting. It's uh, but also the one I played the most of is uh, Terraria, which is a lot of people compared to Minecraft, except it's like two dimensional instead of three dimensional Minecraft. Terraria is or Terraria or Terraria was really fun. In fact, I talked a little bit about it as I was playing. Okay, so I'm playing Minecraft for Tyson Sainter Gamer, and uh, I'm probably going to have to do more episodes because I, 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 I only just scratched the surface of, like, looking, figuring out where everything is, like, knowing, you know, how, figuring out how the inventory works. It's like there's a lot of stuff that's going to have to come out or be condensed because it's, you know, it's it's... It's the, there's a lot of, well, it's a lot of the stuff that you, you see people play Minecraft for the first time on YouTube, but it's like, <laughs> they usually edit out the boring stuff, which is like where people just, they don't know what to do. So they're like, uh, like I did with, I think, uh, some of my Subnautica videos. Oh, Subnautica. Which there's another one. You, have, out, you travel, you get stuff, you come back. Yeah. I have to, I have to get back into that game because I absolutely love it. So I haven't worked out crafting basic stuff yet. Um, and I only, I played for a little less than an hour, so it's okay. Um, it'll be a good first video and then I'm going to, I'm definitely going to play more of it because I, I want to, want to figure out how it works. Because once I figure out how it works, I can get better at it and, uh, have a theoretically more enjoyable experience. And I'm going to have to get it. I'm going to have to I get it myself. I, I didn't dislike it. I thought it was fun. So yeah, my, Minecraft. Um, seven years old. Um, I'm gonna have to get. I'm gonna have to download it. I got it on Xbox One console, so I'm playing, okay. playing it on console. I could have got it on Steam, and I might one of these days. But um, also Terraria, I have on Steam. It's Terraria was, I think, originally kind of like a Steam game type thing, but it's also on the console. Um, I'm gonna get uh, Minecraft. I have actually, I have Minecraft for um, uh, PS4. Really? But yeah, but um, so. I can get it on PS4, oh. but also um, I have I can get it on my uh, where is that remote control? I don't know I don't know where it's at. So I have a controller essentially um, that it's a game controller, right? It looks like maybe an Xbox One controller, but it's not because uh-huh. I have two Apple devices in my house. Oh, is it like Bluetooth controller kind of thing? Yep. Yeah. Oh, so do you have like so, an Apple TV or? Yeah, I have two of them. You, so you can definitely get Minecraft for that. I think. Yep, so I can get the, uh, well, the one that I have, it's actually a funny story, because, so my wife got me Apple TV, I think, for, uh, when was it? It was a Valentine's present one day, or one year. That's nice. And so for Christmas, I got her one. So, yeah, I can I can definitely play Minecraft on, on Apple. It's only like 19 bucks. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. I, I got my mine on sale. I think I got it for ten bucks. It was like uh, nice. the anniversary collection or something. Uh, I think I'm not sure. I just played played the basic survival mode because I wanted to get the you know the Minecraft experience of like ha- looking around, avoiding things at night, and dying constantly, which I ended up doing. I died probably four or five times, but um, mm-hmm. you know it's fine in the space of an hour because it's like it gets dark and the skeletons come or the spiders or whatever. I'm working at. <laughs> I'm working on 
I'm just working on how it's how it how it works, and that's that's how these games work. Is that you suck at them at the beginning, and then you get you figure stuff out and get better. And it's just what that's there's a threshold. It's it's very rewarding to like um, figure things out. So yeah, that's good. Well, that's about all the time we have for Antisocial Show. I'm Tyson Sainer, and I'm Hunter Block. Be decent to each other. Absolutely. Peace. Have a good time, folks.